My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya 959. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. My guest, uh, my businesswoman on the move guest this evening is Wendy Nglomo Wanko, and she is a property entrepreneur and the founder of The Living Collective. Wendy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me tonight. Good evening, Sumitra, and thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit, you know, I, I want to know the the difference, right? So property entrepreneur, is this the new term for it? Is it different from um, uh, um, an, est- an estate agent or a, a property business person? Well, it is a real estate um, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not an agent, but an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really someone who's working with property, whether um, uh, to flip, so to purchase and you, you, you flip the property and you sell it or you rent it out for a monthly income. So, um, but for me, it's, it's, it's different because I am in the space where I purchase the property, but then I keep the property and then I rent them out on a long term and also on the short term basis. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's so many questions I'm, I want to ask about how the business is running right now, right? Firstly, on capital and where you're getting it from. Before we get into that, I'd like to know how you actually started. What, what made you get into this? Right. Okay. So um, I was actually in corporate. So I was working in corporate for a couple of years. And um, uh, whilst I was working there, I was always interested in property, but just as a viable investment option. So um, I had a few residential purchases that I made for um, rental purposes. And as my career progressed, it just became more demanding for my family as it was also growing. So I had to make that hard decision to leave work and come back to Durban. And then as we were planning the move uh, from Durban to come to Kisamarospec, because that's where my husband's business was, was based, mm. and the kids also were supposed to be moving to Kisamarospec, then we started building our house there, sold in Durban, and we moved to Kisamarospec. Unfortunately, the construction for our house was not complete, and we were looking for an alternative for a short-term rental. Okay. And we didn't find anything that was suitable. Ended up in a hotel for like six to eight weeks, and that sure. actually gave us the idea of the Living Collective. Uh, for the short-term rental because there was no space where we could get like a fully furnished place Mm. but with a flexibility of a short-term rental. And then I started to look at those little places that were here and there that I owned before to try and furnish them up and see if I can be able to use this particular idea of renting them out as furnished short-term rental. And um, it worked very well and started expanding and going into this uh, business on a full-time full-time basis. I see. So you actually buy the properties and then you rent them out? Yes, I actually buy the properties and then um, I rent them out. So the first, the, one of the very first ones, we already purchased properties. But then when we moved into the place that we are currently staying in, it's one of the estates in the area of Hilton in the Midlands. The place looked very ideal in terms of the location. Mm. So um, that also looked like uh, the location is perfect. Wanted to do some, um, build some equity on it as well. So got some plots. We developed the place and had uh, properties in there. And it was also ideal because it's one of the places that are surrounded by very short after school. So we thought that it's, it's going to be a viable option for it because it could cater for parents that are coming in for, um, to visit their, 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 their kids who are based in these uh, schools that are around the area. And uh, it turned out to be quite positive and uh, we've never looked back since then. I know that area is quite beautiful up there. But where did the capital come from to actually invest? I mean, these are big properties to buy. How many do you have in your books um, well, at the moment? Uh, first one came in from um, the proceeds that came out from selling of the property. 
And then, um, as I said, we bought land and then we mm-hmm. built. And then from there, you build equity. When you build, you can be able to get money out of that uh, property. And then that's where we could actually knock on the doors of the bank because if you've got something from the bank, they are more than willing to listen to you in terms of fi- financing you for, 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 for the remainder of the, of, the, of the equity, especially if it's commercial. So, that's, uh, so that actually worked for you and you were basically reinvesting and growing exactly. the business that way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, still, you know, it takes a long time it, and, you know, property sometimes, you know, it, it sells. I mean, the commission is really great. And, and of course, you buying it to rent it out, you collecting that. But in order to actually get the property to buy, to have that whole process to go through, what were you doing in the in the meantime? Well, you just have to be persevering because, mm. as I said, there were already properties that I had uh, in, in the beginning to work mm-hmm. with. So those were assisting in terms of the, the operations and the, the cash flow but the high-end uh, properties are quite risky so that's why it's very important to sort of like diversify and make sure that you've got different offerings that are able to mitigate those particular risks and that's why that you find that in our portfolio i've got the, um, the high-end properties that are around those midlands areas but we also have um, uh, the apartments that are more densely populated and you are able to get people coming in and out more easier and you are able to get more um, uh, people coming in for uh, rental, short-term rental, um, and it just assists you in terms of the cash flow that keeps you going in terms of your or, um, uh, capital and, and cash flow as well. So when you bought uh, the land, um, I mean, what kind of size are we looking at? Oh, well, it, it, different uh, types of uh, sites because mm-hmm. the, the place is not just in one area. Okay. Uh, but there's like uh, a, a, a different types of sites. Like for instance, in Hilton, there's about 3,000 square meters in one in one area. So um, it just depended on, on, on what properties we, 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 are, we, we are talking about. So on the sizes of the properties were very based on the development that we, we look, were looking at. It's always so interesting when you buy land. I mean, there's always a debate on whether it, you know, it's better to actually buy land and build from scratch and whether that's going to be cheaper than actually buying something that's already done. What did you find? I mean, obviously you went with the land and, and 3,000 square meters is quite a substantial piece of uh, yes. land. Um, yeah, what did you find in terms for, of construction? For, for, for me, I found that the, the land was uh, it's a land purchased from a developer as, as, as well. So it wasn't like a, a land that I still needed to develop. It was mm. a, a piece of land that was part of a development. So the only thing that I needed to do was to just build because the, the services were already um, uh, in, in, in the development. So it made it a bit easier for me in terms of just uh, building up that particular equity on that property. But preferably, I would say after having experienced both of it, I would prefer a fully um, uh, uh, built house because of just a, a headache of having to deal with um, building a house. It just, it's a whole lot of hassle. Anyone who tells you that building is easy, it's, it's very difficult. But I mean, there's no easy way to make money. So um, you just got to go with it. And it's a beautiful industry. I love working with building. I love property. I love interior designing, so it's really about me matching my passion with my work, and I've I've enjoyed dealing with it so far. But I mean, surely you know, as much as one likes it, I mean, you know, it, it's it's really exciting to actually you know demolish 
and turn something around or start from scratch but you actually reach a point where enough is enough if someone's telling you yeah. you know um you haven't ordered enough bricks and the cement has yeah. run out and then suddenly inflation starts creeping in this yeah. is not, not how much i budgeted that. for yeah not even just that you mm. know even when the property is up and running just the maintenance of it um it can be very costly because to keep the property in its optimum value, you need to be able to maintain it on a regular basis. So it's not really just that quick scheme and yeah. easy to make money on property. It really is a waiting game. So you have to be very patient because if you make an, a, a wrong decision, you can lose a lot of money uh, when, you, when, when you're dealing with property. And also not to mention that it's, it's a space that's still very male-dominated. So it's still a, quite a, 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 a balance for you to be able to balance your feminine and masculine energy when you're dealing with your peers in the industry uh, and not to be seen to be too sensitive or to be too uh, feminine uh, and emotional when you are in, uh, dealing with uh, people in this in this particular industry so it's, it's, it's quite difficult it's quite it's quite tough and I mean we always think that uh, being an entrepreneur is, is a glamorous a job uh, it's, it's a glamorous title but it's, it's actually quite tough and sometimes uh, you find that uh, you don't even have money you know you you are broke <laughs> You know, you're I, I, I was just going to ask, I mean, did you, I mean, you talk about sometimes losing money. Did you ever lose a whole lot of cash because something went wrong on the property? Oh, well, I, I wouldn't say like lose money, but mm. I would say it just takes a lot of time to actually recover the invested money. So it, it, as I said, it's just a waiting game. You just have to persevere and make sure that you put in the work and, and just hope that um, you get the returns uh, in, in, in what you're investing on. It's just also important to have, to make sure that you have enough support system um, that will assist you in pushing through and making sure that you get um, that courage to push to push through. So um, luckily for me, I do have that support system um, that, that assists me in making sure that I'm able to push through when the going gets really, really tough and it does get really tough. I'm sure it does. And, and, and I'm sure you felt at some stage or did you that, you know, enough's enough. I can't actually do this anymore. Or I'm calling it a day <sighs> after the next one. <laughs> Definitely, it does get like that. But, you know, as you said, times are not the same. Uh, And then you'll find that there'll be just this one uh, project that comes through and and it gives you that excitement and Mm -hmm. you can actually smile and see that you're in the right direction. So it's it's, it's like a roller coaster, but it's very addictive. And, uh, you know, when things are going good, you know that you get that strength and you feel like you can push through and actually do this. And then the tough times um, uh, come through as well and you feel like you don't have the energy. And that's why, as, as, as I said, it's good to start yourself with some support system so that when times are not good you know that you have those people that remind you that it's actually going to be okay but it is something i wouldn't trade for anything just to have that time to manage for myself it has really been a growth process for me and i've i've really enjoyed uh, working for myself wendy uh, i want you to hold the line we're going to take a short break but when we come back i want to talk a little bit more about these challenges and how you actually got this to become the living collective. I'm talking to Wendy in Glomo and Wanko, and she is a property entrepreneur. She is the founder of the Living Collective. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya 959. Welcome back to My Money and Me. Uh, I'm talking to Wendy in Glomo and Wanko, property entrepreneur from KZN, and we're talking about her business called the Living Collective. Wendy, thank you so much for holding on and, and speaking to me tonight. We were talking about the the challenges and you and you also raised 
this issue around maintenance. I do know that, you know, when you own a a house, just one house, you need to almost have a separate bank account just to maintain this property all the time. There's going to be a leak, you're going to need to fix the roof or something's going to break, a door's going to break or a handle's going to come off or the garden needs to be done, all of that. I mean, I'm just thinking your one property at 3,000 square meters, I mean, whatever you built, I don't know how much space can you take me through how much you've built on that property? What is it like maintaining that? Well, it's it's it really is a, 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 a lot because remember we have like a couple of um, uh, properties that we're actually dealing with. I mean, with the apartments, there's 24 apartments that actually have people coming in and out on a daily basis. And uh, as part of our service, we want to actually make sure that we meet people's expectations. And we have a particular product that we try to make sure that when people are coming through, we attract them and they are excited and they are happy. And um, if a client is not happy, we want to make sure that we find out what's the problem so that we can be able to fix that and make sure that we have a lesson to fix that. And, and you know, because what we want to make sure is that everything is a lesson and we, we learn from that and improve because everyone needs to be happy. And we have a slogan that says that everyone deserves a little TLC because mm. it's a living collective. So it also uh, actually um, becomes a very ex- expensive exercise because... As you have a lot of people coming in and out, you deal with different types of people. And some people will be very respectful to the to the space and some people not very not so much respectful to the space. But um you have to fix at all costs so that an, a new person that comes through does not have to pay for the previous person that was there. So it is a costly exercise um uh, to do the maintenance and repairs of that property on a daily basis. And how often do people move in and out? I mean, how do you rent it? Do you rent out the space to people, you know, that were that are possibly in the situation that you were in that needed a place for a few months to stay or is it uh, you know like B&B guest house how does it work it, 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 it's a B&B guest it, it mm-hmm. can be works as a B&B or a guest house it just really depends on someone's needs so some people can be there on um, a one day and out some people if they need it for a week and some people can be there for a space up to three months depending on, on their needs and requirements Okay. And then how do you manage how do you manage that? I mean, if somebody leaves and something is damaged, I know, you know, you talk about deposits and things, but still, sometimes the damage can be quite extensive uh, or they could be leaving it in a complete state. It, you know, it could take quite a bit. And especially now when we talk about COVID and what needs to be done as people move in and out, how do you manage that on a regular basis to make sure that you are meeting the standards of Probably the, uh, you know, Guest House Association. I'm not too sure which one you are affiliated to. Well, we do have the procedures and the protocols of having people coming in and then disinfecting and when people are leaving and, and preparing the space for the new people that are coming out. Uh, so the spaces that have not been disinfected are labeled so that they are not utilized and it's only the ones that have been disinfected that can be utilized. There are people who are also there on the longer term basis and um, uh, those people are, are, are serviced three times um, a week because they are on a longer uh, stage stay with us but we are able to actually have the deposits also for those people and make sure that we inspect their properties before they they they, they vacate the place and then be able to to refund if nothing has been broken Mm. but i must also say that the protocols that are in place is a very secure and safe space so we've got security there that's very efficient so not really had uh, problems of people that become like unruly and that 
to an, an extent that a property can be like uh, broken up or, or something like that. Uh, we've not had those kind of experiences. And I suppose security as well is another cost f- uh, factor for you. Yes, it is, but it's also a very important one in the, in the kind of business that we are we mm. are running, just to make sure that everything has been run into order. And um, yeah, it has actually assisted us in making sure that everyone um, is, is is respectful of, of of everyone that's living in the property, and everyone experienced the fantastic experience of being at the living collective. And in terms of the you know the cash flow, in order to maintain all of this, how important is it for you to manage? That cash flow, not not just about having the cash flow, but managing it properly. It's been a it's been a very interesting exercise because you know sometimes when you're starting out in the business environment and you see all this money coming through into your business account, you get excited as if this is going going to be your money. But mm. you know sooner or later you realize that it's actually the money that belongs to the to the business and it's the money mm. that needs to be reinvested into the business and it requires a lot of discipline. Um, and I've had to go through that exercise, made those particular mistakes, and learn from it. And and that's why I said you know sometimes it it, it really you can become very broke. And I say you become very broke, but it's because you have to discipline yourself and know that the money that comes through is really the money that needs to be saved up for business and for rainy days. What is your most important lesson that you would like to share with other entrepreneurs that that are probably going into this business or maybe in it already? But what is the most important lesson that you've learned during this time in building up the Living Collective? What would you like to share with those people? I would like to share that it's, 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 it's you know, everything looks very glamorous and, and glitzy when we look at it on the social media and other people sharing their experiences, you know, and we look at it and we think it's something that's very easy. It's really not easy. It's very tough. But I would also say that it's very, it's, it's rewarding. You can actually really build wealth when it comes to property, but it's something that really takes time. So you must be able to persevere and know that it will take you a long time to actually go through this particular process. It will be brutal. It will take you a long time and it will take you uh, sweat and tears and a lot of hard work. I mean, when I started with the business, I would take calls even in, at night because when you're building a brand and you're building a business, you need to make sure that you are responsive to everyone that's trying to get hold of your business. So, um, but after a while, it, 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 it becomes worth it. So go for it. It's not going to be easy, but I promise it's going to be worth it in the end. Wendy, thank you so much for uh, sharing your insights into your business with us this evening. Thanks for your time. Wendy Nglomo Wanko, property entrepreneur from KZN. She is the founder of The Living Collective. Thank you so much for your time. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.